0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to the show. Chris Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also coming to you live on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Uh, Great to be with you on what is yet another day without any sports whatsoever to talk about, which really presents something of a challenge when you have a show called Fist Soccer presented by BetOnline.ag and uh, there's no sports to talk about. But you know, we're going to do the best we can. Let's talk about the situation with global sports, not just about soccer. Let's talk about the NBA, the NHL, uh, you know, uh, Major League Baseball the college ranks, and of course the uh, the head-in-the-sand National Football League that seem incapable of recognizing the reality around them. Also, I want to ask you this, how much has your life changed since uh, Christmas time? Let's look back at that. In the last segment of the show, let's get to that because my life has changed enormously, everything from my professional life to my my personal life's gone through turmoil. I mean, if I could have looked back 90 days ago and said, this is where you'd be, I never would have believed myself. So I ask you the same thing. What were you doing Christmas time, Christmas 2019? What were your hopes, expectations, dreams, thoughts, concerns, they all kind of become somewhat meaningless in the light in light of what we are all going through right now, would you not say? It's a good question, so I'm going to ask you that. Also, let's talk. What are you doing to whittle away the time while you're at home? Are you dressing up when you take the garbage out once a week? Is that your big dress-up occasion now, like uh, the, what you're seeing on the Internet? And let's talk about the big story in global soccer. The Premier League footballers are all complaining about having to take a 30% pay cut at the request of the Premier League. Gary Lineker chiming in, Wayne Rooney chiming in. Let's talk about it. I think they're being silly and talk about tone deaf. I don't think you could get a more tone deaf response from a group of people that typically aren't that bad. All right, this is... Fifth Street Soccer, presented by BetOnline.ag. Big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Uh, I will be right back after this with lots more right here on Fifth Street Soccer, presented by BetOnline.ag. Don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back. No more heroes there from the Stranglers, and uh, there are plenty of heroes out in the world today. All these people on the front line of our healthcare, law enforcement, uh, delivery services, grocery stores, the people that are putting themselves out front and center during this global pandemic. Uh, these are the people that are our modern day heroes. Welcome back to the show, Fist Street Sports, presented by betonline.ag. And look, while you're waiting this out at home with us, you can still have some fun, though, betting at betonline.ag. There's no NBA, there's no NHL, there's no Baseball and of course the baseball season. uh, We should have just had opening day. Of course, there's no Premier League season. There's no Serie A, no La Liga. Uh, You 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 get the picture. No Champions League, no Europa League, and no Euro 2020, which would be something we should all be getting very excited about right about now in a normal world. But don't worry, sports aren't totally done though. There's still esports. There's still American Idol. There's still Big Brother. There's still the elections, the spelling bee, and of course. Uh, the BetOnline.ag $750,000 Poker Series. There's still fun to be had, so go to BetOnline.ag and use the promo code MyPod100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Use promo code MyPod100. BetOnline, your online wagering experts, and never fear, folks sports will be back. Actually, there was an article that I just read, and I wanted to say it was in uh, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. uh, what, What are these? Talking about when sports will come back. And it was a fairly interesting article because essentially they were not too optimistic on the return of sports anytime soon. The NBA is apparently looking at ways that they can uh, curtail their season now cut it off end it be finished with it and just put pay to the 2019 2020 series uh, pardon me 2020 uh, season because of course we will be getting ready to go into into playoffs 2019 2020 I'm getting lost here you'll excuse me uh, it's being inside it's being a little stir crazy. And um, the NHL, likewise, uh, Major League Soccer, of course, their season had just started, and they've basically cancelled it, but I think there's about four people on the planet that really give a, g- you know, give a rats behind about that. Although if you're David Beckham and you're just launching a new franchise, it's certainly not what you wanted to happen. That's for sure. The Champions League and the Europa League have, for all intents and purposes, been cancelled. But the European leagues are still in limbo. And I know last time I spoke to you about this, I was pretty darn sure that they were going to be playing these leagues out behind closed doors as soon as things got a little bit better and they would try to end them. But now, you know, now I'm not so sure. After reading this article, uh, they didn't talk about soccer in particular, but they did talk about uh, the state of sports here in the U.S. And you have to think, when the NFL is looking at this, and of course the NFL, look... there's nothing that the NFL is going to do that's going to change their desire to scoop up large quantities of your money. And I think the idea that you have a $1,200 stimulus check and $500 a child, and maybe you've got one of these triple P loans to help your business, the NFL's thrilled with all that because that just means you have money in your pocket that they can put their grubby little NFL hands into and pull out. So for them, it's going to be absolutely the last thing on the planet they're going to want to do is going to be to cancel their season. But I have to think that despite their protestations to the contrary, namely that uh, you know everything's going to go on as planned, everything's going to go forward, that they're not making any uh, changes to the start of the season, you have to think that the NFL season is in serious jeopardy. Not least of which is the fact that this disease is going to come back that putting 100,000, 50,000, 20,000, or anybody more than 10 together in a stadium is going to create an environment where this disease could run rampant and re-spread very very quickly. I'm just wondering, and, and this article alluded to this, that it may be that we have seen the end of stadium sports until the time that we have a vaccine for this particular bugaboo, and people can go into mass groups and feel comfortable and confident that they're not going to go and get a disease that is going to kill them or um, kill one of their loved ones, which you know is is really more of the issue if you are younger, healthier, not compromised. Although, don't get uh, an overarching sense of safety on that because there are plenty of young, healthy people who are dying from this as well, although whether that's a higher number or lower number than they would through the normal course of the flu vaccine or H1N1 or whatever it is, um, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't profess to be one. I know very little about it. But how has your life changed since December? You know, I was just thinking about this. Let's talk about this when we come back. I'm going to put that aside. But, you know, when I read the trades and I read the, the tabloids and I read the sports sections, you know, I could go on here and wax for hours about transfers that are talked about and Timo Werner, Liverpool's off again, and, uh, you know, Coutinho doesn't, is being looked at by Spurs and all this sorts of stuff. But, you know, right now the reality is in the Premier League Players are being asked to take a pay cut of 30% and they are having an absolute cadenza over this. Now I'm not sure that most of us are going to be um, endowed with an enormous sense of sympathy for guys making 100, 200, 300,000 pounds per week that all of a sudden now they're going to make 70,000. or 140,000, whatever the number is, if your math is better than mine. I I just don't think there's an enormous amount of sympathy for these guys. And look, yeah, it's entirely possible that they make 100,000 pounds a week and they're spending 200,000 pounds a week or 99,999 pounds a week on uh, strippers and uh, Ferraris and, and homes and all the rest of that stuff. But, you know, oh well. And sure, they're under contract, and sure, their owners are billionaires uh, most of the time and and they should have to also suffer the consequences and, and and I'm sure they are. But I think this has to be shared, and I don't think it's right that they would just sit there and take the normal salary that everyone's getting for, essentially doing nothing. If they were playing, that would be one thing, but you know you could take a look at what happened in China, for example where you know they brought the league back they thought that they'd flattened the curve and things were getting back to normal they brought the chinese league back three players uh were shown to be infected within the first few days of the league starting up again and uh they cancelled it indefinitely so I, I i think these premier league players are in a position where they're not going to be playing for a while and we're going to talk about what that means and and the devastation that's going to have for for a lot of people but i mean wayne rooney Talks about how it's a no win situation, it's a disgraceful rate wage row. Um and you know, I I don't know. I you know, I look, I, I think it's really um ridiculous to think that a thirty percent wage cut when people are losing their jobs left, right, and center, for Premier League footballers is uh is too much. I mean, Gary Lineker says uh, why not just call it all the wealthy to try and help if they can possibly can, rather than just pick on footballers? I don't think they're just picking on footballers. I think around the world, people are getting laid off and fired because their jobs have become redundant, because they don't exist anymore. So you're asking footballers who, I, I, I don't know, I, I'll tell you what, during the break I'll do a little research here and find out what the average uh, wage for a Premier League footballer is, Okay. They're asked to take a pre- – uh, here, there we go. Uh, during the, the highest uh, – the average of Manchester City, $8.7 million a year. Liverpool, seven. Everton, $5 million. I'm sorry. Well, let's talk about this on the other side of the break. You're listening to uh, Street Soccer presented by BetOnline.ag. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show. Fistory Soccer, presented by BetOnline.ag. We're talking about the Premier League and the footballers being asked to take a thirty percent pay cut, and they're having a cadenza about this. Wayne Rooney saying it's ridiculous. Gary Lineker saying the owners should be uh, paying more. I have to tell you, I I I think if you take the lowest. Average annual player salary in the Premier League, <coughs> which is Aston, which pardon me, which was Sheffield United, the average player salary was about a million dollars a year. If you go up to the bigger teams, and no disrespect to the Blades, by the way, who were having a terrific season, you go up to Man City or Man United... Man City 8.7 million is their average salary. United 7.6 million. Liverpool 6.92, etc., etc. So, so look, I mean, even uh, Tottenham five million. So okay. So you're you're asking uh, them to take a million and a half uh, Tottenham players to take a million and a half dollar a year pay cut. When they're not working, they're not playing. And I, and I know the footballers say, you know, look, it's we have such a short, we have a very short lifespan on the field because it's very hard on our bodies. Not, but you know what? It's not. Because you're not playing right now. You had a winter break. You came back from the winter break. You played like a month. And now you're going to be off probably the rest of the year. And yes, the owners absolutely should be putting money in and are putting money in. I have no doubt about that because they are the business owners. But for the players to sit down and complain that they've been asked to take a 30% pay cut when they're not working is cheeky. It's very cheeky. I don't think that... uh, you or I are going to be overwhelmed with an enormous amount of sympathy for them. I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the NBA players are being asked to take a 50% pay cut. And uh, I would be very surprised if the NBA Players Association didn't take that. I think the optics of not taking that are horrible, particularly that the NBA is obviously wildly popular throughout the country and the world, no doubt about that, but it's also very, very popular in areas that are undisturbed and economically challenged, and these people are people that are really suffering uh, the brunt of this. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I, I I'll check on this again during the next break. But I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. And so for Wayne Rooney, you know Wayne Rooney says it's terrible because players are being put in a bad spot because uh, if they don't take it, if they do take the pay they're, cut, they're being forced to take a pay cut because if they don't, it's all these rich footballers that don't want to help out. Well, you know what? He's right. And look, the Premier League. Uh, has contributed 20 million pounds to the National Health Service. He's, Wayne Rooney says that's a drop in the ocean b- compared to what players are being asked to give up. But, you know, he's right. But on the other hand, the players are not being asked, I don't believe, to give up that pay cut to help the National, Service, uh, National Health Service. I think uh, the players are being asked to take a pay cut so that their clubs can stay solvent. If the so- clubs don't say stay solvent, they're not going to have any job. And I'll tell you what, you can look at Spain and you can look at Italy, the two places that are uh, most likely to offer you a big payday outside of the Premier League. Okay, PSG aside. I I don't know when they're going to have, I don't know when Serie A is going to come back. It may never come back in the form that we saw it. Spain right now being absolutely devastated by this. So I think it's very, very short-sighted. I think it's very silly. I think a 30% pay cut, so even on the worst-case scenario, a player that's making a million dollars a year at Sheffield United is going to be asked to make 700000 take a pay cut to 700000 Now, I'm not crying. I'm pretty sure you're not crying, right? I'm pretty sure every one of these clubs has a force majeure clause in their contract, which means if something happens, an act of God, of which this certainly would be construed as such, then those contracts can become null and void. But on the other hand, I'm sure these teams don't want their players all of a sudden becoming free agents. They bought them, they paid for them, they're an asset. So they have to negotiate something in the contract here, and it is putting pressure on the players to do that, and I hope they do it. Only time will tell. We will find out. I doubt at this point that we're going to see the resumption of the Premier League season. I know it sounds draconian and terrible, but you know the situation in the UK right now is very dire. The Prime Minister's just been hospitalized. People are... No, I know some people are probably happy to hear that, but I mean, people are, you know, shut down. The The disease is running rampant through the community. If they do not resume the league, the question then becomes, what do they do for the next year's season, 2021 season? The 2020-2021 season. Who stays up? Who goes down? Who was champion of last year? You know, I'm a Liverpool supporter, right? So, I, you know, I think Liverpool should be given the Premier League title. The problem with that, though, is there is forever going to be an asterisk around that Premier League title because they will have ended it eight or nine games short of a full season. and it's a sort of asterisk that will be forget forgotten maybe 10 or 15 years from now or 20 years from now, uh, but certainly it's going to be a cause for uh, some consternation. I just don't know. So what do you do, right? Well, what, what do you do with this? Do you give them the title? Or do you end the season and the team that was clearly the runaway champion, for all intents and purposes, doesn't get rewarded for their incredible performance? Nine games, nine games Liverpool were short of a full season. One draw, one loss, an unbelievable season by any stretch of the imagination. But if you don't restart the season do you give them the trophy it's almost it was to the point that it was getting mathematically impossible for anyone to catch them i think you sort of have to give it to them just like you sort of have to relegate norwich but, but kind of maybe not I mean, no one was mathematically eliminated. I mean, Norwich was six points off safety. But quite frankly, with their goal differential, the truth of the matter is they were eight points from safety. With eight games left, nine games left, with a game against Chelsea (laughs) next on the hopper, yeah, I mean Norwich basically done and dusted. Villa still in with a shot. Bournemouth in a chance of saviour. Watford, West Ham. These are the teams that were fighting uh, to stave off of relegation. We've had this discussion before. So maybe you give the title to Liverpool, Norwich go down, and then on the championship side, I don't remember who was finishing top. I think it might have been Leeds United. Then they come up. You, br- you, 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 you take one up. You give a champion, you take one up and one down, is that what you do? I mean, I I think what you're gonna get is uh, massive lawsuits. Yeah, Leeds United, 71 points, but then West Brom, 70 points. I mean, those are the two automatically promoted teams. But I I can't say that you could automatically relegate two teams if the season were to end today because Villa are within two points of Bournemouth. Bournemouth within two points of Brighton, who are, you know, in 15th spot. Very, very tight at the bottom end of the Premier League table. What to do? What to do? What is the solution? Is there one? We'll have to wait and see. Maybe the easiest solution is just to say the season is null and void. Sorry, Liverpool. This was your dream season. But it's done. It's tough. That's tough medicine as a Liverpool supporter. That's awful. But maybe that's the only way to do it. That is sort of fair to everybody else, with the exception of Liverpool, of course. who is grossly unfair. To, or maybe you just crown a Premier League champion and you just leave it in as it is. What do you think? Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, I'd love to hear from you during this pandemic or any time, uh, day or night. Find me on Twitter, at Nick N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'll be right back after this. I try to do things and they just don't turn out the way I want it to. And I get real frustrated. And it's like, I take my time and I try real hard. But no matter what I do, and no matter what I try, it never works out. It's like I concentrate on it real hard, but it never works out. And it's like, I need some time to figure these things out. But there's always someone there going, hey Mike, you know, we've been noticing you having a lot of problems, you know, like maybe you should talk about it, you'll feel a lot better. I don't know. It's okay. I'm I'll it All right, welcome back The Street Soccer presented by betonline.ag. Well, I can tell you that uh, sports may be uh, on hiatus for some time. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm super exci- not super excited about this new sponsor we have for our show, particularly given the fact that I'm spending most of my hours now in my house driving my kids who live with me absolutely out of their mind. But I do have a new sponsor for our show, I'm really excited about it, and style is changing. Whether you're taking the garbage out for the one time you leave your house (laughs) during the week, Or you're going grocery shopping. uh, You know, everyone can admire you at an appropriate social distance. Style is changing, and we know formal wear is out. And of course, given the pandemic, the t-shirt is in. Actually, the t-shirt was coming in long before coronavirus uh, raised its ugly head. Look, true classic tees are my absolute favourite. It's a company based in LA. It's a t-shirt company that's on the rise. And their t-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, they're incredibly versatile. You can wear them out, you can wear them to work, you can wear them around the house, and we're all doing a lot of that uh, recently. The best part is these t-shirts are unbelievably inexpensive. Okay, I'll use the word, horrible word, cheap. They're not cheap. They're cheap in terms of how many dollars they're going to take out of your wallet, but they're not cheap in terms of quality. That's right, they are only 15 bucks, and you can get them for even less Go to trueclassicteas.com Go to trueclassicteas.com Use the code at checkout, B-L-E-A-V. That's for 20% off. That's B-L-E-A-V at trueclassicteas.com So it's funny when you look at yourself today. Now in April 2020. I'm just going to look back to Christmas time. And how ha- you are? I want you to ask yourself how much has your life changed since Christmas time, which is now what three and a half months ago. If I look back at what I was doing Christmas time, let's see, I was uh, engaged. I, I just got. I asked uh, uh, the woman that I was. Uh, uh, seeing to marry me at uh, Christmas time. I was uh, doing this show every day. We were following the Premier League super closely. I was watching my team stand ready to win its first Premier League title in 30 years. I was getting ready. Uh, we were juggling, uh, getting ready to juggle this uh, new winter break for the Premier League. Remember that? Everyone kind of had a, a two weeks off through staggered. Uh, fixtures. The NBA was in full swing. The NHL was in full swing. We were getting excited about uh, uh, the NFL and, of course, uh, the Super Bowl. All the bowl seasons were in effect. Remember college football, folks? College sports? Everyone was super excited about that. And that's what I was doing. my life was super busy with my personal life my planning my kids who were in school my youngest kid was in school my oldest kids had graduated college and the one was putting law school applications in the other was looking for a job and our broadcasting company here was busy producing uh, hundreds of hours of programming for various clients including a lot of sports betting operations handicapping companies and and here we are now not 90 days later i can tell you that i'm single again no fiance to weather the storm with here the sports that we were covering they're all gone yeah we saw through the end of the super bowl but the nhl the the nba gone premier league gone not waiting for liverpool's title anymore the uh, production uh, we were doing for our other clients here in the sports betting world, the handicapping shows, done. How could you have a handicapping show if you've got no no business, if you've got no sports to talk about? The sports betting market went from uh, ebullient and growing and all these new markets adding in legal sports betting and boom, no sports to talk about. Of course, by the way, don't let that depress you. You can go to betonline.ag, and they've got lots of stuff to bet on, including spelling bees and elections. And, of course, they have a terrific poker room and blackjack room, which are always a lot of fun. But, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> now I've moved the studio into my house. I'm doing this show for you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network on Sirius, Satellite, uh, uh, Sirius XM uh, 211, Dan Patrick Sports. But I'm doing it from my house. There's nowhere to go. Uh, the restaurants I love to go to and hang out with are closed. No movie theaters, no sporting events to go to, no museums, no bars, no concerts, No nothing. It's a lot of binge watching television, watching very depressing news, and reading and trying to prognosticate what's going to happen with, you know, our favorite sports leagues, whichever one that may be. For me, it's the Premier League, obviously. It's incredible. My friend Allie, you might have seen her as a host at Picks and Parlays uh, on their show. She has been so desperate to have fun. She's betting at betonline.ag on table tennis. <laughs> Table tennis. I don't know if it's in, in, it's Belarusian table tennis, tennis, or it's just table tennis. I don't know. So, how much has your life changed in the last ninety? days? I mean, my life has just gone topsy turvy. All you can do though is just say, you know, thank God I, uh, you know, I have my sanity and I have my head level on straight. My 11 year old in December at school every day. Well, you know, at that point he was on Christmas break, I guess, but you know, basically no more school. They've got this study at home thing, which I might add is a real pain in the ass. If you're a parent out there and your child has to study at home, <laughs> I want to hear from you, but I tell you what, it is awful. All of a sudden, we have to write our kids to do, you know, 150 assignments online. Now you know when we say they don't pay teachers enough and Premier League footballers are complaining about taking a 30% pay cut, teachers have been laid off with no pay. I mean, really. I suppose Wayne Rooney is right. It puts them in a terrible position. I mean, if if getting 70% of the lowest average salary is a million dollars a year, if getting, you know, 70% 70% of a million bucks when you're not working and everyone around you is dying or being laid off or sheltered in place in their home is such a hardship. It's just rubbish. Wayne Rooney should be ashamed of himself, by the way. I don't think uh, football league clubs are being asked, uh, players are being asked to take a 30% pay cut, by the way. Wayne Rooney, of course, playing for Derby County right now. But there's our good old NFL here in America saying they're going to start on time. No, no, no delay. They're going to head it off. Oh, and they're going to do their draft and they're just going to do it now over all these different uh, places. By the way, I, I, I love this. I mean, these people talk about sticking your head in the sand. You're going to draft players from college who many of them I have been to college recently because there's been no school. There are no students. There are no colleges. You're not even going to be able to have college football. You're going to draft players into a league that may or may not play How are you going to do that whole thing that they do, right, where they do the combines and all the rest of that? I I don't know. Look, the NFL, they're going to be loath to do anything that's not going to make them oodles of money. And I, I feel bad. I mean, I feel bad for the Davis family who've moved their team here to Las Vegas to the lovely Allegiant Stadium, which they're still working on, by the way, despite the restrictions of construction. They moved the team over here, spent all this money for this stadium, Can you imagine what the economic impact would be if there's no NFL this year? Or is it really just possible to sort of just put a line underneath it and above it and say, you know, this is it. It didn't happen. So there's no economic impact for the players. We're just going to forget the season and we're going to move on. We'll start in 2021. (laughs) Look, I'm not crying for the Davis family. I don't think anybody in their right mind would cry for the Davis family. Um, I just think it's, it presents a fascinating uh, issue. And again, all sport. I think for me the easiest one is the Champions League and the Europa League. I, I, you know, I don't think uh, that they were far enough into those tournaments yet. We didn't have finals set. Uh, and I think at this point those tournaments are the easiest ones you can just cancel. You can say there is going to be no Champions League this year. No Europa League. That's easy. And they moved Euros. Those are easy. Those are easy decisions. And by the way, Japan took you entirely too long to move the Olympics, but you did finally. But it becomes much more tricky with the leagues. Look, I, I think we can all agree uh, no Italy, no Spain. Those are not going to start up again. There will be no 2019 uh, 2020 20, season for those guys. Uh, I just think it's looking very much like that that is going to be the outcome uh, for the Premier League. And it is interesting. It does show us how much we miss our sports. But it does also tend to put them in perspective when hospitals are overflowing, when emergency rooms are, have no more beds, when there's not enough ventilators for everybody that we're worried about 22 sweaty guys running around a, a, a pitch, kicking a little round ball into the back of a net. It tends to put things into crisper perspective for you. It doesn't mean we don't love it and want to talk about it and do all the rest of it, but, uh, you know, our 30% pay cut? Come on. The players' union should be running to sign up for that deal. Premier League players should be lined up in unanimity And they should make a rap song like they do, you know, like the uh, Liverpool did when they went to the FA Cup final. You remember that? Or the Anfield rap. <laughs> they should make a rap song. How about they're giving 30% back to the community? Or 30% to their clubs so their clubs can keep non-playing staff on without furloughing them. And that would be a decent rap song. But don't whine about 30%. It's, it's untowards. It's unseemly. When the rest of the world is locked in their homes, unemployed, many are dying. Come on now. Get a life, because other people are losing theirs. This is Fist Street Soccer, presented by BetOnline.ag. Just another reminder, quickly, go to BetOnline right now. Use a pro, the promo code MYPOD100 at BetOnline.ag. If they ask, tell them, Nick from Fist Street Soccer sent you. All right, you can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Fistory Sports Talk. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, let's keep in touch during this uh, locked-in pandemic nonsense, shall we? Not nonsense, but we are locked in. All right, I'll be right back to wrap it up after this. and drugs and rock and roll is all my brain and body need. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? Uh, sex and drugs and rock and roll, all your brain and body needs. Um, you know, unless you've got your significant other with you in your home while you're locked away and a fabulous uh, digital music collection or record collection, however you play it. It's going to be tough. Well, I suppose the dispensaries are open 24 hours because they're deemed... Essential business. Welcome back. for Street Soccer presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Uh, join me Monday through Friday right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also uh, Series XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. We talked the beautiful game or what's left of it. The game is still beautiful, but it is uh, not a whole lot remaining at this point to talk about. I suppose at some point we will get onto some of the rumors percolating uh, out around uh, the Premier League and other leagues. Uh, but quite frankly um, We could talk about Real Madrid wanting to sign Harry Kane, but I don't know when Real Madrid are gonna play up, play again <laughs> Do you if you do? Well, you've got a better crystal ball than I do. I mean these are the stories and I guess the tabloids still have to print something other than uh, coronavirus stories And I think the big winner here is like electronic arts uh, the developers of football manager um, those are the guys that are winning big right now, uh, as opposed to the rest of us who are just sitting here uh, waiting for our uh, beloved sports to start up again uh, whenever that may be. All right, just a reminder uh, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM211, Dan Patrick Sports. Join me, Nick Geber for Fifth Street Soccer, presented by betonline.ag. Go visit betonline.ag. Don't forget to use promo code MYPOD100 for a little betting on esports, American Idol, Big Brother, elections, Spelling Bee, and a great poker room and blackjack table. Loads of other stuff to bet on as well. So head on over there. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Stay safe, stay sheltered, stay away from COVID-19.